uh, university professor from Morocco. I can see him. Uh, good, good, good afternoon. Uh, I'm happy to see you again. Thank you. It's good to be with you. In the Islamic Republic of Iran, uh, there are uh, different uh, gatherings in support of Palestine, and it is not only in Iran as a supporter of the of the resistance, but in all over the world, people are uh, gathering and get, uh, going to the streets. Uh, do you think these gatherings and these demonstrations have have an important influence in the Palestinian issue? Yes, the uh, popular gatherings and protests all over the world are putting pressure on the Western governments, especially in the United States, uh, to stop supporting the Zionist genocide in Gaza and uh, never before in world history has there been this kind of non-stop broadcasting of uh, a genocide uh, consisting of ongoing atrocities. And the, the reaction against this genocide is also unprecedented. And the effects will be long-lasting. Uh, whether this saves lives of, uh, of people in Gaza really depends on the decision-makers, how quickly they react. But regardless of what happens in the next few days and weeks, uh, the world will be different in the future uh, because of this. Uh, exactly, I, I, am, uh, I agree with you. A world that will be different in the future. You talked about a different world. What do you think? What's your... Uh, what do you mean? Uh, is it a world without the Zionist regime or it will be something else? I think the Zionist regime has uh, essentially uh, put the last nail in its own proverbial coffin. It has finished itself off. Uh, they have exposed themselves uh, for what they really are. Uh, in the past, they hid behind false slogans about democracy uh, and freedom uh, and humanitarianism. And today, the whole world can see that they are genocidal monsters, which is what they've always been. But they could hide it in the past. They can't hide it anymore. And that means that the majority of the world is definitively turning against the continued existence of the Zionist entity. And it will only be a matter of time before Palestine is free. That's right. Uh, Mr. Barrett, one point. Until very recent years, 
uh, we couldn't see such gatherings, ex uh, especially in Paris and London. A uh, hundred people in Washington and in New York. And it is unprecedented that uh, the Japanese people come to the streets. What has happened? What is happening in the world? Uh, these people are the same people. Yes, uh, well, the the difference is that the communications technology has changed. There have been many atrocities and genocides in the past, but they haven't been broadcast on live television 24 hours a day. And people are able to see what's happening at the moment that it happens. They can see the Zionists uh, attacking hospitals. Hospital after hospital after hospital has been bombed and shelled and attacked with artillery fire. And the Zionists have gone into the hospitals shooting people. They've take, destroyed the electricity and the water. They've taken out all of the services for these hospitals. And we can all watch it happen. And we can watch the Zionists lie about it with the most transparent, ridiculous lies. It's almost as if they, they think it's funny. Well, the world doesn't think it's funny. And we're seeing the reaction around the world uh, right now. It's very interesting, Mr. Barrett. As you are speaking, we we see the pictures and images of people uh, gathered in, all over the world, uh, and people uh, all over the world can watch them. These things happen at the time that uh, European countries and the United States uh, they they claim uh, the human rights, but when the people want uh, uh, to come to the streets in defense of human rights. Uh, there are restrictions, uh, uh, not giving any permission, and by fining them and uh, jailing them in some cases. Yes. What's your take, Mr. Brad? Yes, th this is a case of the people uh, versus the oligarchy. And the Western countries pretend to be democracies, but they're actually oligarchies. The real rulers are billionaires with connections to the uh, powerful uh, officials and government offices. And in these countries, the people are out in the streets protesting, and the oligarchies are trying to stop them. And the reason for that is that the Western oligarchies are disproportionately made up of people uh, who are ethnically Jewish and ideologically Zionist. So these Jewish Zionist billionaires own the media, they own the political system, they dominate the financial system, and they're trying to stop the people. Uh, who are out there protesting against this genocide. So it's almost a revolutionary situation 
because it, it in, pits uh, the people uh, of these countries against the oligarchs who rule these countries from behind the scenes. Mr. Barrett, uh, with what you are saying, uh, it seems that this pressure of the public opinion that the Americans and the uh, English people cannot uh, cannot veto the resolution of the United Nations. Uh, do you agree with this with this sentence? That that's possible, but it's in the past. The United States has consistently. Uh, vetoed the resolutions the, that Israel uh, told it to veto. Uh, and the reason uh, for that uh, is that the uh, Jewish uh, Zionist uh, oligarchs dominate uh, the United States, uh, especially uh, its media. Uh, and so the United uh, States has uh, been a slave uh, of Israel uh, uh, since, uh, since uh, Israel killed President Kennedy in a coup d'etat in 1963. Uh, uh, and even more so since Israel blew up the World Trade Center in 2001. Uh, so I would be happy to see the United States allow uh, a meaningful resolution to be passed to stop the genocide. But I will believe that when I see it. Uh, Mr. Bart. Uh, one issue that is very important to me uh, is that the Americans. You said that uh, Israel, uh, that uh, America is the slave of Israel. Very silently, they are uh, and silently they are sending uh, arms to to the to Israel, the United States that have, in order to in order to reach a ceasefire and for its uh, human rights gesture, its foreign minister and different delegations have uh, uh, traveled to Israel. Uh, in one side, they are negotiating for peace. In uh, on the other side, they are sending ammunition and uh, arms to Israel. So the people of the world they have our right to say that the Americans are the partners in killing of 12,000 people. Do you agree with this? Uh, yes, uh, of course. Um, the Americans are genocidal war criminals, uh, just like their Israeli partners are. And they should all be charged with genocide and put on trial in The Hague and uh, if found guilty, executed. Uh, the United States has created this problem by allowing itself to be taken over by Zionists and pretending to be a neutral arbiter, which it is not. So the United States needs to withdraw from the region and we need fair-minded neutral arbiters, perhaps China, uh, perhaps Russia, uh, as well as the regional countries, uh, to decide the future of a free Palestine. The United States has destroyed its credibility on this issue, and it needs to withdraw and apologize and pay at least two or three trillion dollars in reparations to the Palestinian people, because that's about how much money it has paid to the Zionists and funded their genocide of Palestine. 
و این نسکوشی را تأمین مالی کرده است. Thank you very much, Mr. Barrett, for your time and for being uh, with us. Mr. Barrett, a professor. Thank you very much, Mr. Barrett. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Barrett, I, can, I want to ask you one more question. Uh, the role of the United Nations. Uh, it seems that uh, the Gaza story is the last seal on last seal on the United Nations and organizations that lost 100 uh, of its uh, forces in Palestine uh, for example the WFP is uh, useless anymore we can say that these organizations are just uh, a theater and they are not real if the if if our people are being killed uh, so easily, so they are useless, what do you think about this? Yeah, the United Nations has outlived its usefulness in its current form. It was created after World War II to reflect the world power structure that was led by the United States and, and the European countries that it was occupying. And that world power structure has changed so the United uh, Nations needs to be democratized and the Security yeah. Council needs to be either abolished or restructured to reflect the reality of uh, the actual countries that uh, have their uh, places Bart, in the world. Yes. I remember that the two-state solu solution that is always uh, put, uh, they charge Palestinians of not negotiating with Israelis, uh, how many thousand people should be killed uh, until Palestinians come to negotiations and uh, talk about a two-state solution? Uh, it seems that uh, they have forgotten. They have forgotten that in different agre agreements from Oslo 1, Oslo 2, Camp David, uh, it should have been uh, taken place but the Zionist regime only kills people and uh, uh, broadens its uh, settlements uh, nothing else do you think uh, that the two-state solution is possible in Palestine I do think you think that after 75 uh, years of struggle uh, two states should be uh, take place well, the two-state solution is dead because the Zionists killed it. They could have withdrawn from the land that they stole and occupied in 1967, but they refused. And they've never been willing to accept the United Nations resolutions on the two-state solution, which require full withdrawal and recognition of the right of return. If they wanted the two-state solution, they could have had it, but they refused it. And now there are 500 uh, million, or, uh, sorry, five, uh, 500,000 settlers uh, on that land, and they're not going to leave. So the only real solution now is the one-state solution, 
فلسطین وجود داشته باشد و ملت فلسطین I agree with you. I say the same thing. If the two-state solution, uh, if it was possible and they were, uh, the Zionists were uh, pursuing this, the Zionist regime is uh, uh, now following, uh, sending the people to the Gaza Strip and other parts of the region. We think it's a lie that they are saying to the, the, to the people of the world. Yes, I agree. Uh, and the United States leadership keeps talking about the two-state solution as a way of covering up the Zionist war crimes and their attempts to finish the Nakba or Palestinian Holocaust and, and kill or expel all the Palestinians. So the, it's, the two-state solution at this point is just a smokescreen for genocide. Uh, thank you, Mr. Barrett. Thank you for your time and for your participation. Uh, you're welcome. I wish uh, talk to you in, uh, in, in the future. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Bye.